results Yes, the results are in, it's the results I calculated them, it's the results It's that time of the week again, and uh, that has come around fast. Uh, so why don't you massage me and uh, give me some idea of where we are vis-a-vis numbers? Let's let's talk numbers. Hey there, buddy. Um, yeah, score-wise, I'm just totting them up now. But you know, it occurs to me that it's been a, a light week, so. You know, do we even need to do the scores this week? Uh, you've been touring the battlefields of Normandy. I don't want to take, you know, what I can only assume is a great and joyous glow from you, contemplating that sense of the slaughter, um, to bring it down to earth for something as mundane as the scores. Um, let me know your thoughts. Uh, speak to you soon. Um, uh, Allons-y. Mate, it's been an incredible week. Uh... Men, mud and blood. Uh, that's all I've had on my mind. Haven't seen much of the family, actually. Um, uh, the uh, wifelet and the uh, the jakeling uh, been elsewhere doing other things. But, um, listen, in for a penny, in for a pound. Let's go for it, I say. Uh, death or glory, over the top. And uh, why, why don't you let me know? It's almost as if, mate, you didn't want to share the results. But I know that that can't possibly be true. Hey, buddy, a bit surprised by your last message. Uh, I probably, probably just a misunderstanding. Uh, it's just when you when you went, I thought you said there was no room in the car. Um, that's why I couldn't come. Uh, but somehow you managed, to, you managed to find room in the car for your wife and your child. Um, I probably misunderstood. Uh, not to worry. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Uh, I've had a great week. Um, got, a lot of, got a lot of reading done. Yeah, back to Chris Packers, that sort of thing. Um, anyway, uh, just to, yeah, the scores. You know, I think, yeah, I'm more than happy to give you the scores. Clearly, that's, uh, that's, that's my first priority today. I just, you know, I know you've been with me through many dark times in the last few weeks. You uh, pointed out that man cannot live on mini Snickers alone. Uh, or Kiev's. Um, but... So I think I, I just think it's. Let's. I just warn you. Just be when you get the news. Be somewhere where. Be among friends. Be somewhere where you don't mind people holding you. Probably get rid of the wife and child and just go to a bar, find some men watching the rugby and uh, yeah. Anyway, that's just that's the message. Um, speak to you later. Bye. Yeah, buddy. Sorry about the uh, confusion vis-a-vis the trip. Um. You know, when I said there wasn't room in the car, I meant I meant for you. Uh, suffice to say, your place has been taken by uh, several crates of Bière Blonde um, and Jackie H. You, <clears throat> um, things have been really good, actually. You know, you got to you got to work in a marriage, haven't you? It's like constipation. You know, a marriage takes a mug of hot water and a spoon at the end of the day. And we've actually had some really good times uh, this this week. Some really nice evening meals and stuff um funny you should mention reading uh, jackie brought a book down and, and read most of the time um anyway look listen i'm unafraid i've seen real courage this week uh and and what happens when you get mown down in the prime of your life so listen give me both barrels i can take it bud ah oh, this is difficult oh, okay all right, mate. It's uh, um, it was six one to me. I'm afraid you uh, you lost. And I just I don't I don't know how to put it any other way. 
Um, I mean, literally, I don't, I'm not got a very big vocabulary. Um, I just, you know, it's, it's like being on Omaha Beach. That's all I can imagine and seeing, you know, your, your friends face get blown off just as you're heading for the beaches and you think, is it worth it? Is it worth it? You know, for what? Just to beat Nazism. Oh, I'm so sorry, mate. Um, I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Uh, enjoy wherever it is you are now. Bye. I want you to think of me as a fallen comrade, mate. And listen, I am more than delighted to take this for you. I want you to imagine a young, blonde-haired German boy almost emptying his barrel into me. And, do you know, I'd love it. I would love to take it for you um, while you watched. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. So, listen, congratulations, bud. Uh, tell everyone I love them. And we will talk anon. I'll get on with another another song, which is no problem for me. As you know, I'm incredibly gifted. And I, I, I was very nearly signed once. I signed on for about 15 years. Okay, bud. Hi, mate. Um, I'm a bit worried because these messages keep going to voicemail. Um, just wanted to check you were okay with the bad news. Um, just, you know, uh, just let me know you're all right. Um, or if not, you know, uh, don't feel too bad. I know you're on a ferry, but if you haven't packed him too deep, if ever you feel down, just pull out Anthony Beaver and have a read of Stalingrad or D-Day or you're never alone with a beaver. Okay, mate. See you later. Congratulations, buddy. This one's for you. Hello from the ferry. In your dreams, psychedelic fantasies, you don't know what it means. It's the show that takes great moments that occurred on this day in history and pitches them against each other. He's Jacob, I'm Nat Tapley, and together we have taken two historical rabbits from the hutch of time and are watching them breed. Oh no. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Yeah. I'm going to take you to the 8th of March, 1654, in which John Casor becomes the first person to be declared a slave. 
in America. Oh. He had said he was an indentured servant, and he went to his master, who incidentally was Anthony Johnson, who was uh, what they called at the time a free black himself, and he was indentured to him. And after seven years, he went to Johnson and said, well, I've been indentured for seven or eight years. That must be my time done. I'm just going to go now. Is that okay? And... At that point, they were meant to give you your indenture back so you could, you know, you were no longer bound to them. In fact, most people got to America by being indentured servants because they would pay for your travel and your house and then you exchange that for working for someone for a few years. Oh, like modern slavery. Yeah, pretty much. And so he said... So nothing's changed? Almost nothing. Um, I'm not sure they use actually heavy chains as much now, but I don't know. I'm not in the slavery trade anymore. Not since that... (laughs) They do in your mind. <laughs> anyway, so John Cazor said, um, right, I've done my indentured servitude, I'm off, see you later. And Anthony Johnson went, no, uh, you're actually mine forever now. And he went, no, that's not even a thing. Uh, what? No. Uh, can I see the piece of paper by which this happened? And Anthony Johnson said, um, I lost it. I had it here, but I've lost it. It's somewhere. No, you can't. You can't see it. Uh, I've definitely got it, but you can't see it. So John... Have you got it on an email or anything? Is it on a... Let me just check. Oh, I must have put it in the... Um, the text. Went into that folder. The uh, Google Mail's put it somewhere. Spam box. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you what, I'll, 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 I'll send oh, it to you no. later. I'll, I'll forward it on to you later on. Uh, so he went off and he went... John Casel worked for someone else. And then uh, Anthony Johnson sued his new... Uh, his new master who had indentured himself to again and said, no, you can't have me, he was mine. And they went to court and... The court said, for the first time, actually, no, he does belong to Anthony Johnson and can belong to him forever because slaves are a thing that there can be and he owns you, so that's what's happening to you now. There had previously been the case of John Punch about 15 years earlier who had run away from his indentured servitude with two white servants as well. All three of them ran away. Um, The two white servants had four years added to their indentured servitude, but John Punch was made to have indefinite indentured servitude, essentially to be a slave for the rest of his life. Uh, But this was the first time John Case thought it had happened not as a punishment. It was just, that's just the way it is. You're not being punished for anything. You are just a slave. Anthony Johnson's quite interesting. He came as a black indentured servant in 1619, but by 1623 he'd paid off his indenture and completed his servitude, and he was free. He became the first African landowner in the colony of Virginia and ended up having 250 acres, at which point he brought five more indentured servants over, including John Casor. Wow. Um, And John Casor then, about seven years after that, said, can I go now? And he went, nope. And that's why John Casor became the first person to be legally declared a slave in the 13 colonies of America. You know how, like, once a fortnight, uh, internet browsers go, no, no, spring (laughs) clean, we're going to shut all your tabs down and they're all going forever. You know that? That happened today. So I've been trying to find some extremely obscure web pages. But I would like to wish all of our listeners... Yes. A very happy International Women's Day. Celebrated on the 8th of March every year. Uh, my parents once were on holiday in Italy and uh, the guy doing the tour on the bus said, I want to say a very happy Ladies' Day <laughs> and uh, very nice to celebrate with some flowers. You know, maybe uh, maybe do well, the washing I mean, up. It's, good cause it's been celebrated for a long time in golf clubs and things. Ladies' Day has been there for many, many. <laughs> yeah, so much it's absolutely yeah, yeah, the yeah, same. Yeah. There is no difference. If you're wondering how it all came about, mm. so a woman called Teresa Malkiel was head of the Women's National Committee of the Socialist Party of America. Mm. And they established this uh, a long time ago. 
it actually started in 1917 in in Russia mm-hmm. with the uh, revolution. Yeah. And it became a national holiday there. And then it got adopted by the feminist movement in 1967. And then the United Nations took it on in 1975. Uh, but uh, Teresa Malkiel was uh, pretty cool. She was Russian-born, but she was an American labour activist. She was a suffragist. And she was the first woman to come out of factory work into leadership of the Socialist Party. Mm. And she wrote a novel in 1910 called The Diary of a Shirtwaist Striker. And it's credited with helping to reform New York State labour laws. And uh, it's also very hard to find online if your (laughs) web browser has suddenly (laughs) shut down for no reason. But I quite like the style of it. Here's the opening line of it. Mm. November 23rd, 1909. Ha! 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 That's a joke! (laughs) By Jove it is. I'm a striker. I wonder what Jim will have to say to this. I must say, I really don't know why I became one. It sounds like a sort of 1950s... Oh, well. It does sound like a 50s Lorks and 60s. Of mercy. Yeah. I must say, I really don't know why I became one. I went down just because everybody else in the workroom did. <laughs> but it's good. It's very well written. And it has, you know, like, the next paragraph starts with, oh, pshaw, pshaw. <laughs> I like a pshaw. I love that. It's very... Uh, George Bernard pshaw. Nice, <laughs> nicely vernacularly written stuff. Oh, well, I'll have to read that. If there's a website... Happy which... Ladies' Day, and uh, <laughs> we can't linger too long, can we, Nat? Because we've got to go and treat them right, get some chocolates. Yep. Gin and slimline for the lady. Not too many. We don't want them getting fat. That's right, Nat. you got it. <laughs> we don't like the fatties. They, they don't listen to oh, this, Oh, God, do they? shoot me in the head. Please listen. shoot me in the head. I'm begging you. Happy birthday to... <laughs> I'm going to do the birthdays. Happy birthday to Kenneth yes. Graham, who wrote Wind in the Willows, which has had many, many great adaptations, uh, not including the 1993 <laughs> misfire Wind in the Hood. Starring Gary Wilmot as MC Ratty, wow. Quincy Willis and oh, Rusty Lee no, as No, I've got Weasel. to see that. I've got to see exist. that. I've, ma- I've made it up. It doesn't exist. Oh, man, I, I absolutely believed I you. I have John Leslie as Ice Toad. <laughs> That's <laughs> so good. all about the green. I feel like we need to make that. Do you reckon John Leslie will still work? Yeah, he, he's available, isn't he? <laughs> There's a nightclub <laughs> owner called Ice Toad who sings all about the green. <laughs> I don't want to know where the poop poop comes in. I've got a death for you, 2003. Adam Faith completely passed me by. I think I was in the United States at the time. Yes, I was. Uh, He was, of course, the famous uh, singer who sang... And in 1961... He did a film called What a Whopper (laughs) with Sid James, Spike Milligan, Wilfred Bramble and Carol Leslie. This sounds exactly like the one I just made up. (laughs) It's insane. I know. It was written by Terry Nation and it had music by John Barry. He invented the Daleks. I know. And uh, John Barry who did the Bond music and it was all about the Loch Ness Monster. (laughs) Was it called Nessie? Exclamation mark. What a whopper. Of course. I've got got to see it. I'm dying to see it. I'm going to find it and we're going to watch it together. Um, but do you know what he ended up doing in the 80s? No. He became a financial advisor. What? And in 1986, he was hired as a journalist on finance by the Daily Mail and the Mail on Sunday. What? Was he friends with Nick Leeson? Well, he might as well be because he put tons of his money into a UK television station called Money Channel. 
dear. The channel shut down in June 2002, mm. and Faith was declared bankrupt, owing thirty-two million pounds. What? What? Funny how that's he died amazing. the next year. <laughs> well, that's Michael we... Winner said, oh, he's the, I lost a lot of money because of <laughs> him. He was a terrible man. And this burger tastes very nice. Didn't know Alex Lowe was a friend of his. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you shut your mouth. <laughs> Weirdly, but I think that must have been around the period my wife did a show with a TV show with Adam Faith. Mm. I'm going to go and ask her right now if she's got the Adam Faith story. Yes. Hang on. Hold on. Okay. Call yeah, her. get her on, get her on. I can't tell the Gordon Taylor. Do you want to talk about it on the show, Zoe? Uh, there's not much trouble is nothing happened. I've yeah. got literally nothing. She's but that sounds nothing. quite funny in its own right. <laughs> 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 something up. <laughs> Let's really build it up. It'll be really funny. So I yeah. gather you've got a fairly seismic story about Adam Faith. <laughs> um... How about no? Oh. Uh, no, I mean it, it, it's not seismic, really. It's uh, it's it's just it's just sort of meeting him and working with him on one day, uh, on on a Channel Four program back in 1997, I think it was. And it was called uh, Dosh. Of course, it was. It was the 90s. Dosh, and I had to play a bride. Oh. Uh, I can't remember what I had to do. I, all I remember is getting dressed up in a in a wedding dress, and sort of mooching about house. Adam Faith was presenting it. Essentially. Wow! So. And did you? Was this before you'd met Nat? <laughs> it's currently available on DVD from BFI. Oh yes, years before yeah. we met you, in two thousand four. Was that the first so time you'd is, worn yeah. a wedding dress? Yeah, it was quite exciting. Actually, I went. Oh, look, yeah. look what it could be. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, he just he just sort of wandered around presenting uh, the show, and we had to act some stuff out. Me and some random bloke, don't know who he was. Um, nice, and you've continued that tradition to this day. <laughs> Absolutely, have yeah, which is nice. So that's yeah, that's it really on Adam. Brilliant, but he was a nice geezer, nice, nice bloke. Yeah, nice bloke. yeah. thirty-two million in yeah. debt. Brilliant. See you soon. Bye. 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 I mean, after that bombshell, th- this is the kind of moving and shaking. <laughs> stuff that happens on this podcast all the time if you haven't heard it before yeah i mean he started the money channel i've just found out whilst because uh, i don't listen on my wife talks so i go and look on the internet obviously um <laughs> i found an article from the 3rd of november 2000 when adam faith was forced to step down from the money channel board amazing he had to step down as exec director of the money channel because its pre-tax losses were 4.8 million in six Stupendous. months Stupendous. well done that's it for Date Fight for today. We'll be back, as always, tomorrow with more. Bye. Join us. Bye.